Damn right. Niggas got me fucked up, bro. They be thinking I'm I'm Superman up in here. I'm like, nah, little do y'all know I'm Krillin. Little <laughs> do y'all know I'm Krillin. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even Yamcha on my best day. Oh, JT didn't laugh because he's never seen Dragon Ball Z. Right. Forgot about <laughs> that. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 126 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live via Zoom once again. The second straight week. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I kind of miss you guys, low key. I know. Low key. I know. Oh, that's a, that's fine. I don't care about you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. guys. I'm with you guys in spirit, and I speak I to you guys almost every single day. So there's no reason to miss you. Huh? Whatever. Fine. I miss you guys. Yeah, that's the one who uh, like travels. You know, takes vacation days every week. That's why he, he feels that way. <laughs> I miss being in the studio. Yeah, that sounds better. Wow. Miss Matt, because Matt, I haven't seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. See, it's I have a TikTok that I wanted room. to send him, but I'm just waiting until he comes back because I just don't want to be like, eh, just, you know. yeah, just wait. Yeah, he's on the table. He deserves it too. Anybody yeah. deserves a vacation is mad. Because you know, just for I that, should be nobody... taking as many vacations as you. Nah, definitely not. Nobody no. takes many. Nobody takes many. Well, no, I mean, I'm maybe... he he should. Oh, like, yeah, he, he deserves. Should. Oh yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, I'd be like any minor inconvenience. Yeah, I'm going on vacation next week. <laughs> I was like, you're telling me to do my job? Yeah, no, absolutely not. I need a mental health break. I'll tell you what we say to that. That's <laughs> make fun of mental health breaks because we do need those, but that's really me. <laughs> like, eh, not really feeling this. Uh, deadlines in two weeks? Uh, uh, yeah, let me, uh, next week. let me take a deadline in one and a half. I mean, a vacation in one and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, I will say there is one person that takes more vacations than Miles. I would oh. say Kyrie. Kyrie uh, but not anymore because the mandate is about to get lifted, baby. Let's go. Mm. Full time Kyrie is back at it again. I'm going to have to retire the greatest meme I ever created, <clears throat> but it was worth it. Hell of a ride. Yep. Uh, but yeah, again. if you haven't heard already, Mayor yep. Eric Adams saying the man- indoor mandates for New York are uh in the next few weeks i guess gonna get rolled back which means Kyrie irving will be able to play basketball games in new york again so yep, and yeah. we can finally uh put him back in the studio and that's a fact that's a fact he can finally come back uh with all his mm-hmm. friends yeah uh, but but this is uh yeah i mean honestly i felt like it's just a this, this was coming like it was just inevitable especially with all the other cities rolling back their mandates and things like that so yep. i mean if we being if we being honest, we kind of knew what, what this was. COVID cases going back down in New York City. Um, and to be completely honest, this is well overdue. I mean, you know, we had unvaccinated players playing in New York for the entire season. And, you know, to whoever you feel like arguing with may not have been fair for some, might have been fair for others, whatever. Um, but yeah, that the mandates are gonna come to an end. And, you know, we're gonna get to see Kyrie as a full-time player, which, you know, we mentioned before uh when the Ben Simmons trade goes down it's like this is this is uh gonna the success of the Nets relies on a lot of what ifs 
And one of those ifs is now about to be lifted in a full-time player again. So something to definitely look forward to. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely excited to see Kyrie you know, full time again because you know we know how he is on the court, so he need to get like that, get that same back again. Um, because I just think it's gonna allow for us to make better content because then now JT is not just gonna be a sad Nets fan anymore. Um, John, I'm always a sad Nets fan. What are you talking? No, I know, but with him there and like you know once Ben Ben Simmons return should be soon. They're saying so. Uh, you know, I, I do think you, we said it last time. I feel like you guys got a better team than before. So hopefully, see you guys start climbing up that uh, east east standings. Yeah, and it's not it's not and it's honestly it's not even that big of a steep climb. It's I mean, you figure the the top seed in the east and the sixth seed in the east are separated by only six and a half games, right? Whereas you look at the west, the one seed is separated by to the sixth seed by fifteen games. So being an eighth is not a problem. I don't think the Nets will get to the one seed i think it's a priority but they could definitely they'll definitely be up in like that six five maybe even four category range and i think they're just going to prioritize health over seating because oh, once yeah, they get who wants playoffs, to see them regardless exactly right? like it's like the lebron team mentality of just it don't matter what seed we in as long as we in you yep. don't figure it out from there yep i mean well but in this case it's like all right they were literally missing half of Kyrie. James Harden was, you know, who knows what he was doing. The Show team is brand freaking new with all, all these additions, and they just signed Gordon Dragic, and KD's about to be back. So, and yeah, I didn't see that Dragic That was obvious. You said what? Well, that surprised me. The Dragic thing. I didn't, J- JC. I didn't hear you. What? No, no. I was saying like, and we got rid of Javon Carter. Oh yeah, that, they, which is yeah, also got, that's, yeah, that, that, that's addition by subtraction easily. Addition. Uh, by Carter subtraction. looked like he was forty-five since he was twenty. Bro, that was like he, he looked was like almost, a high school basketball coach. He was boarding on Perry Ellis type, you know, range at West Virginia. Like we all know about Perry Ellis. Perry Ellis was at Kansas for yeah. ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's like at some point you it's a, it's like at some point you got to give it up. You can only venture <laughs> it so many times, bro. <laughs> but uh, but you know the the Drogic signing, I thought for me at least up until like the last maybe two weeks or so, I thought he was always just destined to go back to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we were well before the Dinwiddie trade. The idea was he wanted to play with Luca, mm-hmm. right? So even when he was in Toronto, the whole thing was like we were probably going to trade for him during the off season. And then when it didn't happen, I was like, I right, would we'll switch for the buyout. But once yeah. we traded for Dinwiddie, now we just don't have really a need for him anymore. Yeah. So I think it, I mean, honestly, I think it really just came down between like the Nets. To me, in my opinion, the Nets, Heat, and Bucks, because the Bucks had definitely used Drogic. I, I mean, could behind... see the Bucks more. Because yeah. I, I, the thing I saw, I saw like the Heat was out because they really like Gabe Vincent's progression. Mm. And if Drogic comes in, now you're cutting that short. Yeah, I think you don't really have anything behind Drew Holiday with the Bucks either, especially with the injury to um, uh, was it was it Connaughton? Connaughton has been out. Connaughton, and they traded yeah. Divincenzo, and they traded Divincenzo. So really, your backup point guard is Grayson Allen. And yeah, now if I have a choice between Gordon Drogic and Grayson Allen, I'm taking Goran Dragic 10 times out of 10. Yep. So, but yeah, no, I'm glad, glad next Nets were able to pick him up because they definitely need another ball handler. Um, it helps now with the mandate being lifted uh, because before right. I thought, now all right. Because now you're going to have full-time Kyrie 
Yep. You know, and you don't have to worry about uh, more. Most importantly, I feel like as just a chemistry thing, because we were talking about this with the Nets from before when, uh, you know, Katie, Kyrie and uh, Harden, they weren't all playing together. But now that Kyrie is going to be full time and hopefully healthy with um, Durant, you know, you're going to have you're going to see these guys starting to have that chemistry and build that chemistry just in time for April. You know, especially yeah. if this is lifted within the next few weeks, this is lifted within the next few weeks. They're going to have a little bit of time to at least figure it out, play with each other every day. Kyrie can get back into everyday game shape and, you know, just yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, and I think it's also like the, it's more so a case of building chemistry with the role players more than like the stars themselves. Cause we're, we've already got two and a half years of Katie and Kyrie together yeah. at this point. Um, Y'all played you know, the it, same amount of games together as motherfucking Zion played. Right. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the no, fat I think man over there. Yeah. The fat man. But uh, but yeah, I think it's just more so a case of just getting the chemistry, especially like the role players and role players just solidifying their roles, right? Because I feel like for the past month and a half, Patty Mills has been a starter and he's not that's not his role on the team, right? He's he's supposed to come off the bench, same with Seth Curry, you know, same with uh sometimes no, with, I think one of them would you'd want one of them starting. Yeah, probably Seth. Well, yeah. I think only at an necessity. At this point, it's because of I think Patty should have always been spark off the bench six man, but I think Seth is a capable starter. And well, I think only because like of Patty, only because I of Joe's injury. Okay, but I wouldn't want to have both. Um, like both of them coming in there. No, not at the same. I mean, obviously, you you would stagger them. Like, yeah. and I, I think that's the the cool thing about having like so many shooters, especially like when Joe gets back. Like at one point, you're gonna be. I forgot to about have, Joe. Exactly. I didn't even know he was gone. Exactly. Like this man's been gone since November, or December. He's been pretty but is he gonna get another anyway. surgery though? I haven't, right. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. Well, I mean, there's definitely stuff rolling around, but I don't know. Maybe you can speak on that more, JT. When is he coming back? They don't. Scoop. They don't know yet. I'm in From the. Niggas uh, don't know yet. Tragic. Um, but it is. It's just one of those cases where it's like he's probably gonna. He needs that second surgery. Hmm. But um. I'm I'm yeah. counting on him not being there for the rest of the year, personally. It might be one of those things where you did know you, you get like you that. Not intro of... us? I did. did. No, I said I wasn't. I said I wasn't going to do the personal intros. No, but I introduced the show. Yeah, I know that. I know you introduced the show. Yeah, I was like, we didn't have. A, I was like, I don't remember us introducing your new nickname. Yeah, yeah. no, because I, I purposely. It's all good. Job. I, I it's all good we're we're this thing going now. <laughs> like we're 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 on. I apologize. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Wise man once said, "It's too late to apologize," but it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my goodness! But yeah, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all there is about the uh, the Nets. But yeah, and in terms of Joe, uh, I think it's just a case of we know he's going to get that surgery at some point, but he might just do that whole tough it out until the like, end of the season type. Yeah, shit. maybe get one of them like cortisone shots or whatever. What is wrong with him? This is it's his ankle, ankle like, and apparently the big mommy your foot. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with Joe? He got the sugar. (laughs) Not this nigga having the gout. I'm tired of it. (laughs) White nigga from from the Midwest with gout. Imagine (laughs) there was a demographic that I could believe get it. White dude from the Midwest. Eh, Oh, sorry, sorry, not the not the Midwest, the Great Northwest. The Great Northwest. Oh, okay, from Washington. Yeah, yeah, nah, can't do it. No, the West Coast Conference area. (laughs) <laughs> nah facts nah but uh yeah joe, i'm not counting on joe being there for the rest of the season honestly you know speaking as objectively as possible but yeah with seth curry and, and patty mills yeah i think you'll be all right yeah i think, think so right. 
think so. Spacing is immaculate. Yep. I don't know. I think with this Nets potential starting lineup, Patty, um, Seth, Kyrie, KD. Well, no, not Patty and Seth. Well, Seth. Can't, it can Kyrie. only be one of them. Yeah. yeah. So, Seth, so Seth, Kyrie, Drummond, and who else? KD and Ben. KD and Ben. Seth? Oh, fuck. I forgot. I said it last time. Seth, Kyrie, KD, Ben, and either Drummond or Claxton. I prefer Claxton personally. It's not gonna be Clax. That nigga is so far out of the bench. That nigga is so far out of the rotation right now. I thought that was your boy, bro. I thought that was your biggest trade bait because he was an elite defender. What happened? Justin did say this. Don't what happened, bro? No, I'm. I thought he was the guy. I'm telling you from what I'm looking at when I'm watching the games, this man is out of the rotation. Like PC put him out of rotation, and you feel like he deserves to be in it. I mean, there's there's also the case of like the whole like his motor is not the greatest. so no, and it's built like Nerlens Noel. Like, there's no excuse to have a bad motor when you, ex- you're not even that heavy. Ex- exactly, it, it, exactly. I, I I never understood like the whole motor thing, but yeah, they've opted for Lamarcus Aldridge when Lawrence always been uh, great since he's come back. I forgot um, about him. Yeah, no, I'd take him so. at the vibe right there. But well, I think yeah, more no, space. No. LA be coming off of the bench, just hit mid mid range. I would love to see a mid range contest with him and DeRozan. Like, I, I feel like that would just be like him DeRozan. And uh, Kawhi. Oh yeah. No, but you gotta have, but you gotta have KD and Kyrie up there because they up there. Oh, for the, sure. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, KD joint. KD that that doesn't miss. KD joint is stupid. Nah, he, he was this nigga was dead shooting fifty eight percent at one point from the mid range. Nah, it's tough. So it's stupid. That's, um, that's just even, and even my son Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas is. I think right, he relax. All right, relax. I look, I'm just <laughs> Yo, telling you about this. I'm, I'm telling you about this. Talking about Cam Thomas so much recently. I can't tell you damn thing about Cam Thomas. Nah, he's he's enlightening me about Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, Cam Thomas, Cam Thomas is nice. He had good games <laughs> when James Harden was out, like I'm saying, but come on now. We're not going to include Cam Thomas. Nah, the, you, see, um, you see, he's not giving Cam his props. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I gave Cam Thomas his props. Come on. Like, I literally just say he's putting in work, you know, whatever. But no. Give me the Cam Thomas breakdown for all the people, for basically the rest of the world. Yes, because uh, ain't nobody watching that. It's okay. all right. They'll 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 come come to know him soon enough. You know what I'm saying. Basically, Cam Thomas is a bucket. That is really like the only thing, like not to say he's the only thing he does well, but like Marshawn his... Brooks bucket. No, like I mean, this nigga is that's legend Marshawn Brooks. Exactly. No this, way. This nigga could probably average 25, 26 for like in the D League. No, in the NBA. That's... Just kidding. G League, get it correct. Come on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, nah, like, like, th- like this Sorry. man really is a bucket. If he just gets, like, if he can improve his three-point shooting, I think that's his biggest – offensively, that's his biggest problem right now is just three-point shooting. So where is he three-point shooting. The scoring from? Just mid-range? Mid-range, bro. Yeah. Literally, like, literally yeah. just the mid-range. So, what, you, you feel like he has, like – he's like Jordan Clarkson from the mid-range? Mm. Is he athletic? It's not – I mean, like his he, like mic- microwave ability. His microwave ability is is, is 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 crazy. I would say like if a, a perfect example would probably be like that Knicks game. Like that's like that's what he can be at his best. Probably yeah, but it was against the Knicks, so that don't really count. No, but I'm I'm not I'm not Everybody saying like, go off against the Knicks. But I'm just saying like in terms of like the not not taking the opponent into perspective, oh, just like hey, saying from John. Low. I would say I wasn't. I wasn't even gonna say. The Knicks like, gotta win this weekend, though. So it was All Star weekend. The Knicks gotta win. 
Can, right. I, can, I just please, can we just please like not because the Knicks, you know the Knicks lead the NBA in slam dunk contest champions. Yeah, I think so because we have three <laughs> and we have like five all it was four coming into this. There you go, baby. Yeah. Crazy. So are we uh, is that what we're doing all star weekend now? We really done we, talking we, about the Nets that think about like, Cam Thomas. Well, good because yeah. I, I was, I was Thomas, about, right. over that conversation 10 minutes ago. Hey, um yeah, yeah, Obi won the dunk contest. Yay, the dunk Obi-Wan. contest sucked. I would say rather than him winning, he didn't lose the dunk contest. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. He didn't lose the dunk contest because honestly, we the rest of the world did. It was the dunk contest was <laughs> terrible. Um, you know, to put it frankly, uh, for for trash to be trending on Twitter, and I'm not even <laughs> on Twitter like that anymore. It's just it's just it's bad. Burners. Yeah, yeah, we gotta come up with names for Miles Burner accounts on Twitter. Yeah. That should be a for whoever's listening. Send us on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. potential names for Miles Burner's account. I, it's still, it, I think one of them would be, you know, but you didn't hear it from me. Still messy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say about the dunk contest, I feel like it's like the hate around, obviously, like this, I'm not gonna, like this one did suck, right? But I feel like the hate around the dunk contest in general has been kind of like, overblown because we were mm-hmm. we're only two years removed from a really good dunk contest with uh Derek jones jr and aaron gordon right mm-hmm. and i feel like people are we, we, we keep living all right we get it 2016 was great zach levine aaron gordon we get it we've had a lot of over history some really really decent ones like early 2000s we had jason richardson those richard jefferson ones mm-hmm. um the blake griffin ones we're due for a clunker every you know every other year or yeah. something like that so like right. i don't get why everybody's like oh we got to get rid of the dunk contest thing like that like, no i also I think, think a part of it too i think is, that's like too dramatic go ahead John. yeah i was gonna say i think a part of it too is just the fact that we've seen so much shit that even now when people do technical dunks like people don't really care that much because they've seen so many like technical dunks and like i think it was either last year before someone's talking about uh like you said just how decent size we are because now like the nba is not our only outlet to see wild dunks like with social media with everything else like you see wild dunks all the fucking time they had that whole show didn't they have like a whole like dunk yeah dunk Kings with professional dunkers yeah. and like that's that's like i'm i would love to see but it's also like stars don't do the dunk contests anymore you know what i mean yeah. like if the dunk contest was like ja and like other young stars like i mean you put spider back in there but like ja or like people that we've always wanted to see like no one cares ja. it's funny because even though we're sitting here like we've been wanting lebron to dunk contest yeah He's been jumping dumb high these past years for whatever reason. But like, I don't really want to see the in there anymore. I'd still but like to see the in the I mean, it would be it would be fantastic. I feel I feel bad because whoever he would go against would lose regardless of what dunk oh, yeah. he does because it's LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at some point though, like, like yeah, but like, like you want like up and coming talent versus like up and coming role players in the dunk contest. Um, Jesus, like, you know what I mean. Okay. No, I Jalen Green is up to you know, so you call anything, you know what I mean? But it's like they also just sucked. And oh. part of it is like, oh, all right, how do we make a dunk cool? Let me put on a chain of an NFT and then do a dunk that people have seen before that he didn't yeah. even do. Let me that dunk in Tim's. That actually lost yeah. Cole Anthony points. Like yeah. everybody looking from New York was watching this shit, like, what? Like, you thought this was cool to do? And your father played on the Knicks, so now you just look back like, like, and he wears jersey too. How did yeah, know? like, yeah. So that's the thing though. The Tim's jokes are like cool to everybody that's not in New York or Jersey. You know what I'm saying? But you know, Jersey, whatever, fine. <laughs> but 
yeah, like we don't laugh, like we don't think that's entertaining. We're just like, all right, bro, like this is like okay. You dunked the yeah. table, cool, like go fuck yourself. Like, like it is what like it is what it is. And honestly, so here's my my proposition, right? We want to make the dunk contest lit. The three-point contest is three-point contest. Like, you know, three-point contest yeah. gotta be the main show. Well, no, right no, it doesn't. Like, I don't I definitely don't feel like feel like that. I think that the because the three-point contest is the same shit every year, it's just a matter of who's gonna win it or think, who's, I feel or like who's actually in it. Like, right? cat, winning, like, like cat winning, like cat winning, cat winning the three-point contest was yeah. probably like one of the best things for a three-point contest because now we're going to see more big men in this shit. Cool. All right, cool. Now the big man won. But the, with the dunk contest, incentivize that shit. Y'all want people to do it? Give a million dollars. Fuck it. It's NBA. Why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, these dudes are already making enough money, but if you want these superstars to get involved, $500,000, you know, a match to whatever charity, like, you know, they how do we do get it, how we do it in an actual all-star like... game where after every quarter, every amount goes to a certain charity, yeah. you know, do it so dudes are either doing it for whatever charity of their choice that would give them incentive to do it or pay them fuck it why not y'all have the money to do it let's make it happen no they definitely get money but it's like when you're making that much money well some they don't care versus like way back in the day the contracts were nowhere near what it is now so that extra like 10 to like 50k meant so much more yeah like um, I'm with the whole charity thing, but it's also just like there's just so many ways to fix it and just do whatever. And it's just I agree with you though. Like it's there we are due for a few clunkers, but like the reason why things got good again is all those dunk contests that we're talking about, like the more recent ones, have been players outside of Aaron Gordon that have become stars. So it's like Yeah, but I think it's like you have to have like a, a good meeting. Like Aaron Gordon also like came with ridiculous creativity. He did, and I mean, at the at that point, Aaron Gordon was still technically. I mean, back in, what twenty sixteen, he was still a high lot. He was a high draft pick, yeah. Or like you know, but um, I was. I think it, it. There's no real incentive, I guess, for some of the stars. So that's why I think maybe the charity thing could be good. But yeah. it also I think like Cole, you, Cole Anthony hurting his thumb too doesn't help. Yeah, but you like you need a mix of of good. You need a mix of like not only like stars but young guys and then personalities, right? So like Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm would be great for a dunk contest because yeah. he's just such a personable guy, even though he said like, yeah, I'm not doing dunk contests Cause I only like dunking on niggas, which I respect. But like, if you had a dunk contest okay. with like, with like Ja, let's say Ja, Obi, Anthony Edwards, and you know, just so- someone else, right? Maybe Gary Payton, the, 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 the okay, Gary, honestly, big men aren't that fun to watch the dunk contest. Big men aren't. I, like, I never even unless, thought unless that white dunk dunk contest was that good. It's, it's not. Um, and my thing is like, Obi, Obi be up there, but like, I don't know. Some of the things like you're just like, damn, this would be way more impressive if you were like three, four inches shorter. I think um Kenny was saying that after the dunk contest, like, yo, some of these dudes are better in-game dunkers than they are. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like you know, actual dunkers. But surprisingly, I thought that Obi, and it's not Nick's bias aside, I think he had the best dunk where the first one where he jumped over when he jumped over something, put it behind his back. But even that, it's like. When you have dudes that like are doing these dunks, and it was like a ridiculous amount of misses. I think that's what took away for him with anything. Like they was getting it first, second try. All right, fine. Like at it's least you have for what is the, what is an attempt? Right, exactly. Because I I don't I don't remember who it was. Was it um? It was Jalen Green. It was Jalen Green that had like nine. Six, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, bro, really? Like at this because his man who was out there wearing leather pants at the All Star game couldn't throw him a proper pass. Yeah. <laughs> But talk about up and coming stars. I mean, Jalen Green is an up and coming. Oh star. yeah, for sure. Like, like you're saying, but like, 
But like, why is Cole Anthony there? Like, Cole, I've never like even watching Cole. Anthony I've never thought of him season, as a dunker. Never thought Neither of him as a dunker. I. Same with Juan Toscano Anderson. Like, get he's not the best dunker on his Who team. Who the fuck wants to see Juan T? Nobody. Ruben did because except for Ruben. It's funny because like I want to like Juan T based on his story and everything it took for him to get to the NBA, and it's great, no. But then you watch him play, and I'm like, you talk way too much shit. <laughs> like, wait. And it's not like Lance talking shit, right? Well, he'll do something. You talk way too much shit just to set, just to screen and roll. Right. Like, honestly. <laughs> like, so, yeah. yeah, no one wants to see one team done contest. My thing is, Cole Anthony, I look at him as, like, a shooter, if anything. Yeah. So, like, it's just... Jalen like, Green, I, I get it. Ridiculously athletic. Um, fits the new generation. But, like... I'd rather man. Dante DiVincenzo. Because be getting up there. Caruso. Caruso. Bro, if the, well, Bro, he's hurt show. because of Grayson Allen. But I really think Caruso. If Caruso wasn't hurt, Bro. I think Caruso would have been in the dunk contest. And that would have been great. I would have loved yeah. to see Caruso in the dunk Give contest. Give me Caruso and Ja. Um, give me one more. Um, I can't think of what I was for sure. Caruso, maybe, uh, uh, Anthony Edwards. I said that. Caruso said, and okay. Ant, I would ja. say maybe, maybe Kevin Martin. Kenyon Martin Jr. From uh, yeah, he do be getting the Rockets. Up. Yeah. Getting up. Um, but like we're else? saying, you want like talented personalities, right? Oh, Jalen Brown could probably. I JB, think Brown uh, could, JB, JB, JB could probably be good. Don't, don't do the Celtics. He's got bigger things don't, on his don't, mind. Don't, don't we don't want to do anything with Celtics. Don't do the Celtics. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he's not gonna do it. He's he's out here like I'm a key person for a team actually pushing for something. So what? Y'all need to do that. But all right, so here's the thing. All right, so John, going back to what you were saying before about incentivizing. Okay, they're incentivizing. Is two hundred thousand dollars enough? Not for them. No. That's why it's all them role players who need the money like that. <laughs> like, you're not going to get a star for 200000 isn't, isn't it crazy the world a that A Lambo living, truck bro, is 220000 Bro, I would do 200000 and do layups just to be a part of that bro, shit. Bro, exactly. You trading your letters? Are <laughs> 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 <I'll> we <be> live? <laughs> Wait, all right, so what about this? So, John, what about what if, if, if it's a, if it's a the incentive would be a guaranteed um endorsement deal for like whoever sponsors that that's dicey though because what if you're not marketable or what like if you, you have a no, what if you already have a competing endorsement then you wouldn't do then then you wouldn't do it okay well what if it's something like that that's more incentivized for a, a brand that has no sponsors to do it and then all these people who are like i already have a fucking sponsor one million dollars one million dollars fuck it y'all have the money this is what i'm saying it's just like yo these own these owners in the league, right? And even in baseball, and a charity like, match. Yeah, and a charity or, match. yes, okay, yes, fine. And a charity match. Literally, y'all have the money to do it. So if y'all got the money, like yo, like my boy Steve Cohen over Cohen over there in City Field, spend that shit, bro. Fuck, oh, you got it. Oh, got another one. And how about this? The winner gets a alternate cover for two K game for the next year. That's, I mean, not, that's not incentivized enough? You can get some people like that for sure. Well, what if you're, but that's, a, that's the problem though. It's like, you don't, I, I don't think that's incentive enough for dudes like LeBron or dudes like Ja or dudes like, I mean, I'm going to say Luca, but dudes like Luca to do a fucking dunk contest. I don't want Luca in the dunk contest. I'm just, I'm just saying because he's a superstar. You said people I, like Luca. Yes. Like a real. But you know what's, but you know what's funny though? Thing, but you know what's funny though? All right. Out of the top 15, right? NBA players that you would think would be on, a, on an NBA cover, 2K cover. How many do you think would actually, do you can see in a dunk contest? Who's the top? Well, no. I don't see, I don't see, I don't see a lot of people. Um, that's what I'm saying. Because I feel like the dunk contest is not for like, 
the cream of the crop in the NBA because no, I feel like the cream of the it's crop is don't dunk. talent. That's what I feel like they just for. don't dunk. Yeah, right? it really like, needs to be for up and coming talent. That's why it was cool seeing um, Donovan in it and like yeah. stuff like that because Shit, Dame he was in it broke too. out his rookie year. Who? Dame was in it too. Yeah, like and Paul that's George cool. Is in because, one. Yeah, because um, it's players who are like up and coming who are really breaking out. Like, what year did Jordan do it? It wasn't like after he already had like four rings. And no, it was before. It was in the yeah. 87, 88 he did it. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's you want the people like that, but now they're just like, all right, we're going to get some athletic-ass role players that people don't know their names and put this in there. Yep. Like, that's They, they got to find a good balance. Yeah. Also, I um with the three-point contest, they shortened it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Because it, it used to be, what, like, three or four rounds right like it would like he would just don't get me wrong it used to be like i think three like three rounds is ideal to be good like three rounds is good but like they shortened it and they increased the amount you can score each time so i'm just like yeah three rounds is good take cut off uh three people each each time go from nine to six and then the top three all i know i don't know LeBron should have did it. I think, and this is also a, pre- a, a precedental kind of thing. LeBron like, would do some shit like he do it his last year in the league. What the three point or the dunk contest? It. No, the dunk contest. Like, he I would be see, like, he would be like, "Yo, no one else has ever done it the year that I'm, they're gonna retire." You know, you know what's yeah. funny? I just don't, I don't care to see LeBron in a dunk contest. I would. I think like, it would be great for NBA. For the culture. I think. No, it would, but that's what, no, yeah, I know. I know it'd be good for the NBA, but I'm just saying, like me, entertainment wise, like he just. Bro, as long as that category is like he's a dunk contest. He's, he's an in-game dunker. As long as his head I, is still getting at the rim. No, LeBron. LeBron definitely is an in-game dunker, but I feel like he definitely was. He, bro, this is this is literally. He would have some theatrics for sure. He would. He would. He definitely would. And the this, fanfare would be better than the dunk. Bro, he would, <laughs> yeah, like, would like bring Richard. people out to do the dunk contest. Like it really would. Like a choir and like Colin Kaepernick kneeling. Bro, <laughs> I think LeBron. I still think LeBron would be great in the dunk contest. I I think LeBron would have won this dunk contest without his name needing to be LeBron James. Like honestly. With him having the hops that he has now, same athleticism as these dudes, he still would have won this dunk contest. To me. Probably. He probably would have just done some wildly athletic dunks. Like some Joe Green type shits. Yeah. Not the birthday but, cake one, because that one was really creative. That but was, like some straight up, I'm a touch above the box on the backboard and then dunk. Yep. All right. If he's so good, I need him dunk on a 13-foot rim then. 13 foot rim shit. I think Dwight Howard. Didn't, didn't Dwight, I was gonna say, didn't Dwight do it on like on a 12 foot? Oh, I feel like Josh. Yeah, but I he's a, like, but it's like Dwight Howard is also like 6'11. I think Jock could get 14, not gonna lie. Well, John the dunk contest. I would pay for John to do a dunk contest. I would listen. If I'm the NBA, would I would if to have John Moran in a dunk contest, would I pay a million dollars to whoever won that dunk contest? Absolutely. Just makes sense. To me, it's like, yo, if you want to talk about business, you want to talk about viewers. People gonna watch the All Star Game regardless, but if I know John Morant, one of the most up and coming superstars in the league, you know, was in there, and you know, Fat Man down in 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 New Orleans who probably could do the dunk contest if he lost a couple pounds, you know, I pay couple, couple, yeah, he ain't good, he ain't good. Yep. Like I said, we'll get. Like I said, we'll get. We'll get to Zion. But I guess rounding out All Star uh, Weekend, it's just a reminder that uh, Steph Curry is the greatest thing we've ever seen to shooting a basketball in the history of the planet. Yep. And um, hey, speaking James of James Holmes, happy birthday, James. Happy birthday, yep. James. Happy birthday, yep. friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is why I, I wish he was in the studio because I would have called him while we was all together. <laughs> oh boy, but you yeah, know, I think it's Steph Curry. 
It don't, it don't make no sense how they can shoot the, that well. <laughs> I just think the best part is that he only went hard because they were in Cleveland. Like, and, and Draymond made a comment where he was like, Steph Curry winning an MVP award in Cleveland? This is fantastic. Um, <laughs> Though he folded late. I'm not, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Steph had every opportunity to, to, to win it down the stretch. Folded. Had you knew Braun was hitting the game winner, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, him or or it would have been like a LeBron pass to Darius Garland, mm-hmm. yeah. like some shit like that. No, to Jared um, Allen, alley oops. How, yeah, how about that? Well, Jared Allen I, down the street. I think one of the funniest ones was like I saw this dude talking about just how trash Jared Allen's fit at the All Star Weekend was. Oh yeah, I saw that. He dressed like an anime kid in high school. He owned it though. He I give him credit like, for owning he, it. He's, like he's he wasn't like, like mad like about anything. He's like, bro, like what do you expect? Like, Bro, if you look at like him, 20 a year. He dressed million. like that all the time. All the time. Even on the next, he, used, he was dressing like that every single That's game. crazy, though. I ain't gonna lie. Him dressing like that is pretty OD. But yeah, it's I, just like... Shit, I, hey, think I had Jared Allen on my team. Even, even Kawhi be coming in some fits, bro. Kawhi, Kawhi's go-to is a uh, suit with a hoodie under. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. But, uh, hey, look. Hey, I like his response in the, in the press conference. He was like, what am I supposed to do? Wear a $5,000 chain? Like, hey, I, I respect that, that, that he could probably buy 2,000 times. Like, yo, someone got to give him a chain because, like, someone on the cast, Kevin Love got to give him a chain. And it's going to say, Am I going to buy a $5,000 chain? Nah, it's got to just be an afro. <laughs> yo, what kind of car do you think he drives? We already know. We're, we're, he, he, soul. Def- he definitely drives a Kia Soul. He definitely, he definitely, <laughs> some, some form of hybrid vehicle. Yeah, okay. so I, I he's need not, to, not cool. like he's not cool enough to own a Tesla, but like he is like regular enough to drive a Prius. I don't know. He might be nerdy enough to drive a Tesla though. Nah, he might trick, be. trick it out, trick he it out, be. like just have like his, his no. His, if he was an electric vehicle, it would be one of those that it would be like the Kia electric vehicle. It wouldn't be like the Tesla. Tesla is too cool for Jay. <laughs> hey, the new Kia is nice. Yeah, they are. I ain't gonna lie. I hate the new logo though, but yeah. Yeah. Speaking, I was gonna say, speaking of nice. cars, did you see? Wait, y'all see? Uh, Wait, go ahead. But you'll see Hassan Whiteside's truck. I saw the last game the Jazz were playing on ESPN. I saw it. Like, he drove this thing, bro. It's like one of them like big ass heavy artillery, like like six wheeler type joints. Crazy. Drives mm-hmm. the shit like he's so like a top player in the league. Hey man, he's still, if you got top player money, why not? Big facts. <laughs> Just saying. All right, I like your checks. So, this is something that I was thinking about the other day, right? So, anyways, I feel like the All Star Game is dope in the fact that they they figured out how to make it interesting for everybody to watch. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, to make it and for them to be competitive, and yes. at, at least at the end of the game, outside right. the first quarter. So, uh, saying is Elam ending, right? How do you, how would y'all feel? And not like the NBA is ever going to do it, but how would you feel like if in the playoffs they did something like that, rather than rather than rather than the end of it, like the last five minutes of it being time, they have an Elam ending. What do y'all think? Oh, and, like for like a real game? Yep. Oh, like just get to a certain point. Yeah, so like whatever, five minutes in the game. All right, bet. Five minutes in the game, target score. The reason why I don't like it, especially in a playoff uh, format, is because you've now reached the end of a grueling NBA season, the end of a grueling NBA series. And now you're trying to get like the last bit versus like when you, I just feel like it'll, I, I can see it increase in the injury rate and risk. And I could just see like, it being really sloppy basketball down at the end. But um, entertaining, though. Just from pure exhaustion. But I just don't think it's um, sustainable. Mm. 
but I feel like, like I, think, I think the first round would be great, and then you go into the later rounds, and then these motherfuckers are like, I can't keep doing this. Like, I can't. Because what's going to happen is, like, it's one thing to know, right? And even if you're hurt, if you're a player, you go, yo, you have to give it your all for the next five minutes, right? That full-on, listen, you sleep when it's done. Like, you rest when it's done. You feel tired when it's done. You feel pain when it's done. Now you're sitting here, like, pushing yourself to that. And, of course, that's their job. They're the greatest athletes in the world and things like that. But, like, it would be great if that's, like, a fucking anime. But in the real world, I just don't see it being, like, feasible, like you said. And, like, just a way to be done safely. It would be cool for, like, if they if they do that mid-season tourney with, like, teams who don't really have much to play for, mm-hmm. that would be something. That would be interesting. Justin, you're on the clock. Mm, yeah, it just feels too gimmicky. For it just feels too gimmicky just for basketball, right? Like we're just we're. I mean, I get that. Like sports in general is an ever evolving thing, and like obviously, like that the NBA now is way different than what it was even twenty years ago. But I think you just got there's something you just got to like keep, you know, the same. And I think keeping just four quarters, twelve minutes, that's just like the basic of you know, basic. Um, I love it for the All Star Game. I love that. Um, it makes it way more entertaining, especially like down the stretch of the game. Cause you are like, obviously like that first quarter, nobody really cares, but like you can see them actually trying and stuff like that as the game goes on. I just, for the playoffs though, I think, and it also, you kind of take away from it, like those exciting, like fourth quarter comebacks, yeah. you know, because like now, all right, a team maybe only needs five or six points to win a game in that Elam area. Right. All right they may get six points. All right. That's cool. But if it was a 12 minute quarter, all right, that team that was down like 15 or 16 points, could have maybe stormed back and won forced overtime and then like et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. Now like, I think it's a good point. All right. So I think like from a fan perspective, I think it would be very entertaining. Like I the only thing that would get me kind of upset as a as a better is like and that that's kind of the perspective that I'm thinking about. Those spreads would be like, those spreads would be killed, bro. I'm yeah, thinking exactly. I'm it's thinking just like how do you how do you bet on an outcome better. of a game that tell me you have last, a problem. You say what you can stop anytime, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't bet on basketball like that though. Y'all are more the bet bet on basketball. I really bet on football more. But I, I, I suck at football. Yeah, it's all right. We all suck at different things. I suck at betting on basketball, so that's why I don't oh, like you're gonna say I suck penis. What? What? Would have been a good emotional joke. damage. Um. Anyways, but emotional yeah, so, damage. <laughs> see, those TikToks are great. Um, betting on that shit would be ass though, because it, it will always be some some bullshit. Like you know, like Justin said, the spreads, the over unders will get killed because somebody somewhere is like, all right, we're gonna set the score here, and that's gonna be that, right? So, it's eliminating. I definitely think that I, I definitely think the fact of always having like a game winning shot, always having something that you know to look forward to at the end of the game would be would be kind of cool. If you know what I'm saying, and also like from a fan Until perspective, it's a blowout. Well, I mean, until it's a blowout, yeah. But maybe then that's that's the thing is that if it if it's a if you implement it in a playoff atmosphere, the likelihood of it being a blowout is significantly less. That's why I'm saying for playoffs, I don't think they would ever do it. I'm just saying from a fan perspective, though, it'll be pretty interesting. I think because it's it cre- it made it made the All Star game interesting. So now imagine in a real game atmosphere, like yeah, you don't know when the game is going to end, but these these guys these guys are professional athletes, like. I guess I think it makes could, the all-star game more interesting too because you've taken the cream of the crop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, but I mean it's go, playoff. So you, right. you have the best teams going against each other. It's not like Knicks, yeah. Knicks, Knicks, Hawks on a Thursday night. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares about like that kind of game. But you know, you have the you do. 
good. I say you do. Oh, yes, I do. I do. Well, not, yeah, but you know, fine. It, it definitely makes it harder because now it's one bad quarter can kill you. Right, like, like in a four quarter forty. It happens game. in a regular game too. One no, no, I, kill you. no, no, I know. Yeah, but it, like, you get at least you have the opportunity to, to go to the finish line, right? Um, going down swinging at least, like if you have a really, really bad, like let's say third quarter, going into the that elimination thing, then it's like, well, damn, like we really kind of don't have a chance to like really claw back into it, make adjustments on the fly, and things like that. Because oh, this team only needs like, you know, eight eight points to win, two possessions, and then the game's basically over. Um, that's what well, I would. I, my thing about that, like, I feel like one of the things you could look at is, um, you might have a better chance for comebacks because now you're not fighting against the clock. Mm. Now you're just straight up like, listen, if we can stop them from scoring, we got whatever amount of time they need, like we need to come back. So you're not worried about, all right, we went on this run, but this run might be a little too late In because, that, like, that. you know what I mean? Because we're about, we only got like two minutes left or something like that. And that's the um, thing. It also, it also takes fouling fouling in late game situations out of the equation because you don't need to give a team points. Yeah. You can just play straight. Like John said, you just play straight defense. It's like, it's basically like park basketball in that, in that regard. You know what I'm saying? So that way it's just like, yo, the no twos, no twos. You know what I'm saying? Back in, back in the McGonagall days, you play hard defense, you get the ball back, you, 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 you score, you get stops. It's, and then James Holmes gets fouled and doesn't call it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy how much airtime James really gets on this damn podcast, but it's only right. He was he was our fourth. But um, yeah, you think about it like that, bro. I'm telling you, it, it shit would definitely make I think it would make it more interesting. NBA playoff viewership is high enough as it is, so I doubt we would ever see it implementing. But if they did implement it, I think it would make things a little more interesting to me. Yeah, I, I just can't see it like like I said, from the logistical standpoint for something doing for the playoffs. If they do that play-in tourney. Yeah. I think maybe I, it might I, be I'd like that. I'd like thing. to see that in the play in tourney. But like, that, I can't yeah. see you doing teams like where games matter a lot more and things like that. I just can't see you doing it for that. I think I think um you if they did like a trial in like the G League for it, would y'all would y'all be down for that? Like seeing how it would be in there. But we already see it with the uh with the basketball tournament. But that, well, well, you said well, yeah, but. I mean, because it's the same concept. Yes, it's okay, changing yes, the players. Yes, yes, yes. That you see it in the, you see it in the basketball tournament. But JT, like, how many like NBA fans is really really tuned into the basketball tournament? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you see it there, the, but the, the, the saying, model is there different. already. It's different. Okay, like I understand. I understand what you're saying. Like, you see it there. Like, it's happening there. But yeah. how many of us are really like like who won the basketball tournament last year and the year before that, JT? Could not tell you. I just watched to watch. That's that's my point. <laughs> exactly. It's different when it's different when you have these these dudes. Not to call them no names because these dudes will bust any of our asses in ball any given day. Um, but you put actual NBA superstars in with that. I think it would be pretty dope. Just saying. That's my that's my thing. I'm like they got me completely sold on this. You know what I think could be a uh, a detriment to that. I would say is the amount of money that's lost. Right, because there's the three, yeah, because there's the three media timeouts every every quarter, right? So that's a lot of airspace and airtime that the NBA can't sell anymore, because that game could essentially, right? If there's no dead balls or anything like that, or no timeouts, that game, that fourth quarter, that Elam round could end without any type of commercials or things like that, and that's a lot of money. I mean, it's true. I mean, but you still could call a timeout. I mean, if if a team is up, like you know, 
five point five points and you know you you tie it up and there's like four or five points left to go you damn sure straight a coach is gonna call a timeout. Yeah, no, the coach can but there's no media timeout that's what I'm there's saying. there's no media time there's no yeah. media timeout so i i guess that's another that's another fact factor in it that you know especially because it's playoff basketball so you know they're doing like they want all that they want they want they want all that you know what i'm saying so it could be. I, I feel it's like an interesting so idea. Much. I would like to see. I would like to see NBA like outside the All Star. I would like to see like real, like two real teams try it one day. But this is, but they also need that in season tournament because I feel like that in season tournament is where they can experiment with all of this shit on like. A, and you know, the NBA is pretty fast with getting like certain things in. Like you know, the whole instant replay thing that they got that they got going going that that came in pretty quick. Um, but usually they're pretty pretty quick with these things. Don't think they would actually do it though. I'm disclaiming that. I think should they do it? I think they actually should do it. Why not? North Korea got all kind of crazy basketball rules. I don't know if y'all. My son said, "Why not?" Yeah. After we just gave him all these reasons why not, and I gave you all these reasons why. So, so I are mean, you you decided North no. Korea and stuff that we should yeah, do? Fact. Implement you North Korea was the example that you. This want is to North use. Korea. Oh North no, Korea got some of the craziest basketball. I'm not saying no, no, no. I think they got some. They got some other crazy things. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. wait. Man, what did you say? He doesn't poop. <laughs> John is crazy. Um, I think the basketball rules are terrible, but they have some of the craziest basketball rules. Like, it's like not even basketball. It's North of the 50 they got parallel, no huh? over there. A foul is not a foul. <laughs> a foul Justin and foul. Justin, you are going to hell. What? I- <laughs> I'm I'm a bad guy because I know history. This is crazy. Yeah. Oh yes. boy. Um. All right. Wrapping up the NBA side of of, of things, we got to talk about Zion. And if you haven't really heard some of the reports, it's not really good. It seems like he's, at least the reports are, he's kind of detached from the team. He has yet to play this season. Um, his weight has been a concern. Um, he has had the surgeries. It was on his ankle, right? It was his ankle? Yeah. Um, that whole motherfucker's legs is all done up. Yeah. So uh, Zion, arguably, in my opinion, still, I think, has the potential to be a great player. But I don't know when we're ever going to see that potential because this relationship in new orleans seems to be coming to a really really rocky end yeah i mean 85 games in three years is wild um i really don't i don't even think it's as much as the injuries because we've seen this happen with other players before and things like that as much as it's about which it the the fact that um the point that jj reddick brought up about more so his detachment from the team uh that came up again when cj mccullum was like i got traded haven't spoken to Zion yet. Um, and the whole thing is now that CJ is there, like, again, they were trying to make a playoff push once he got drafted, and they came pretty close his first year, you know. Um, if Zion is with that team, that's a solid team. Like, that could be, like, a bottom seed in, in the West for sure that can progress because the players are still young and things like that outside of CJ. But uh, that that has a team that can do things, like, actually do things. Yep. Um and then with the level of talent that he is, they can shock people and could, you know, I'm speaking hypothetically here, but like make like a Bengals type run type thing or just really just surprise teams in general. But um, here we are talking about how this guy didn't even talk to the new guy who just got traded to this team to actively help him. And then JJ Reddick calls him out and then he reminds everyone that I played with Zion and was on the Pelicans. That's literally what his attitude is. And it's like, and JJ hates just, the Pelicans. Yeah, it is like just, just hates no the one. Pelicans. Well, they broke his streak. <laughs> um, but it's like, just does no one have um 
any like relationship on what's what's good with him like what's going on does he have no one in his ear like is he just straight up like and eh, whatever whatever happens happens like i mean the idea is you know david griffin you bring him in when you go and draft zion and you do things to to make a team that should be able to compete right away and they can yeah. yet the main focal point doesn't seem like he wants to be here and it, no one's really sure why or was he ever bought in to begin with is the real question it's giving i thought i was gonna go to new york <laughs> But I ended up in New Orleans instead. One Wouldn't place has good food, and one place has a very unhealthy food. Let's put it. Let Let's call a spade a spade here, you guys. He doesn't want to be there. That's it. Don't really think it gets much more difficult than that. You can see it based off of you know the interaction that he's had with other players. I was going to bring up the JJ Redick thing. Um, you can see it because he clearly don't give a fuck about how he comes into the into the season because that man looked like a tub of lard coming into you know this past season and yeah he was unhealthy but at the same time like we're you're telling me if we spoke about this in september and it's now february you told me then that he wasn't going to play and still hasn't played till now something is up something is in the water and that water is smelling like he does not want to be there um not exactly feeling that and a lot of new york fans are like oh yeah let's bring him here you know what i'm saying let's let's do what we got to do to bring him to new york Hold your horses, ladies and gentlemen, because I will tell you, I'm, I'm going to be as consistent in this argument as I possibly can. Because James Harden, I was sit, I sat here a week ago and two weeks ago saying, if a player wants to force himself out, that is not a player I would want on my team. If this is the type of energy Zion is on, keep him the fuck away from my dysfunctional ass franchise. Because we can't stomach any more dysfunction. Yeah. And you know what? I A piece of me is also thinking, like, it's – a fan like we saw this in the bubble right remember like when he left for like the whole family reasons uh thing and then like his whole like there was a whole of these questions about like oh is he gonna come back is he getting treatment with the team etc cetera, etc cetera. i think a big part is also like like i think it was like john you said like whoever's in his ear or something like that his family i think it's his stepdad that's like been like one of the bigger voices at least in the zion camp he has uncle dennis his base basically his uncle dennis you know um so I think that's also it. I mean, remember, he's still a young kid, right? What is he, like, 21, 22? Like, yeah, you know, he, 22 max. Yeah, so, like, he probably doesn't – obviously, he doesn't have all the answers. He's probably listened to a bunch of people in his ear. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you should be you should be doing this with your life. You should be doing this. And it's probably – You should know, talk to Luca. Yeah, like, it might be overwhelming, you know, for mm -hmm. a young kid like that, especially with all the hype that was surrounding Zion, right? Um, personally, I think that him going to New Orleans was the best thing. I think it was better than him going to New York because of, you know, I think – all his shortcomings would probably be way more blown out of the water now, right? Yeah. If it was New York media. And to be honest, like these small markets love, love, absolutely throw their hat behind guys like Zion, right? You saw what LeBron was able to do in Cleveland. You saw how uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were able to, to, to bring OKC onto the map, right? Like if Zion played in New Orleans to the level that we think he can, he arguably could surpass Drew Brees as the city's favorite son. See, so my whole thing is me thinking as a professional athlete, which I never have been, by the way. Um, what I sure? want to play, what I want to play in the in national capitalist. Yes. Okay. All right. yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of you guys. I'm going back to work. Just kidding. Um, but Imagine yeah. you work. Yeah. Right. Turn my mic off real quick. I'll be like, oh shit, guys. Forgot <laughs> to clock out. Nah, but I'm back. Um, never clocking out. What? You you see the fucking um the joints? I ain't never, I I don't ever do shit at work. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's me. But I get, but I, but I be getting paid like it. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. Like I, I, I be doing shit. I be doing. I ain't never be doing shit at work. Shit, they pay me to do shit. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, imagine niggas actually listening they to the pod to from your shit. work now. Do it. Yeah, right. No. Like I come out of the the thing is security. <laughs> like they just waiting. They're like, yeah, you know, we won't let you finish. But <laughs> nah. But anyways, if I was a professional athlete, I wouldn't want to play in a small ass market because it's like these people are loyal to you by like to a fault, and it's it is it's like. Anything that you do that that's bad or harmful to the franchise, like yeah, they're gonna be they, they're gonna ride with you, they're gonna stick with you. But it's like it's almost like when you come back and you saw it with LeBron, like yeah, he was like you know he was Cleveland's kid, but for all the stuff that he did before he even before he even won them a ring, you know what I'm saying made them relevant for all these years, doing what do like basically you know making them good in basketball, which they really hadn't been. They've been an afterthought in basketball for many years. Um, he came back to the to play to play as a member of the Heat, and he got his ass booed. You know what I'm saying? At least in a big market, shit, they'll let you know when you playing good, when you playing bad, when you doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? They'll keep it. Mm-hmm. They'll keep it hundred with you. I'd rather people play for a franchise like Philadelphia, like New York, like LA, like Miami. That's they gonna let they gonna let me hear about they gonna let me hear about it. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna they're not gonna cheer for me when I'm stinking it up 0 for fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Because who who the fuck wants to wants to deal with that? I can see, I can see what you're saying. Like, not, not to be coddled. Yeah, like, you feel like small. You feel like small I mean, markets coddle. We also, we also grew up differently. You know I'm saying we all, we all grew up in New York, so we got, we kind of know what it's like here. Well, if somebody mm. that was raised in South Carolina, like Zion, you don't know what that is. They like he everywhere he goes, they, they people got his dick in in their mouth, literally. I, I get it, and I, know, I think it also. Dude, goes he got like the those, signature shoe. Yeah, it also goes to like a basketball. Played 100 down, games in the NBA. <laughs> Hey, that hype train though. I will say though, John, with the 85 games played, um, it's not as much of a concern to me, at least, only because I look at Joel Embiid. No, I'm saying only because I look at Joel Embiid in his eighth season now, just playing his 300th game. So there is like I, I understand the concern with like Zion only playing 85 games at this yeah, but point. We also but, knew Joel wanted to be in Philly. But we didn't know. Yeah, no, yeah. That's beside so are we just talking specifically about Zion? in new orleans or designed as a basketball player in general for me i'm not um as worried as the greg odin stuff as much as i'm worried about his detachment from the franchise okay that's that's more of my issue because mm-hmm. if it's purely greg odin that's out of his control right there's nothing you can really do about that um if it's a true greg odin situation versus a, I don't really want to play here so why would i work to get on the court for a team i don't want to be with and i think one is a lot worse than the other no, no, def- definitely is. I mean, it's just crazy because like this, the 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 city really like rolled out all the stuff. So you remember like that that the draft where they had like the whole draft watch party on Beale Street, um, not Beale Street. I'm sorry, not Beale Street. Um, what's the street Bourbon, in New Bourbon, Orleans? Bourbon. Yeah, Bourbon Street. Yeah, like they had Bourbon the street, whole wrong movie. Right, I know. Oh okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> but right, they had the whole like draft Michael watch party and stuff on here. Big facts. And like the city, like the city welcomed him with open arms. And like yeah. I would love, obviously, we're never gonna know like inside Zion said unless he says something, right? Which he's also been very silent about everything. I know he just posted on Instagram some highlights of his teammates doing work, but other than that, yeah. yeah. That's not him. <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody else in the camp. That's absolutely yeah, access. That's whoever's running his shit. <laughs> 
but like but yeah like i would love to know like what where was the disconnect like what happened was it with zion and ownership is it just zion just not comfortable being in new Orleans? like why is he just so detached from this org so early in his career like that's was well we'll figure it out probably sooner rather than later you know how how these stories break i'm just waiting for shams to just drop it you know what i'm saying the inner Knicks fan in me is really like, yo, gets on here, gets on here, gets on here. But you know, the sense of the sensible Knicks fan up here is just like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, damn, bro, we see on, this man. happen already. Look. But will he force his way out soon? I mean, honestly, I don't see why he would. I feel like he got a good situation down there. You got CJ, 3J down there. You got Ingram down there. You still got Hart down. No, Hart isn't. No, well, Hart's gone. But you got Devon, you got Devontae Graham. You Devontae got, Graham. Um, was it is it Jackson Hayes? still down there too like that's a decent team like 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 what john was saying like this is a team that has almost memphis, memphis Grizzlies yeah. type potential right you make a you sneak into the playoffs one year you get in you know a key free agent acquisition or something like that or the guys just continue to grow and then look yeah, you like, can't sit here and say it may be small market but motherfuckers like new orleans <laughs> like, bro, small markets well, do small i mean markets of, do good of the, the small markets i mean new orleans yeah. is that bad i mean exactly. I, I, I feel like it's right about cut. being in new orleans i mean there's black people there a lot of black people. Man, it's lit. It's not like it's Oklahoma. Like, who? Come on. Like, and you see how the city, like, gravitates toward the Saints, Bro, right? Like, just all you gotta do is just be good. Even, just like, this decent. lineup on its own, right? This lineup on its own of just, um, who like, Devontae Graham, Brandon Ingram, uh, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Larry Nance, and, J- and Valanciunas. It's a good-ass lineup. And then now you come and you're... Yeah, you're right. And then, and then you replace Larry Nance with Zion. Man, Zion was shooting threes at the end of his rookie year. If, if they didn't fire, if they didn't fire Stan Van Gundy, you think they'd be a playoff team right now? Mm. Uh, I think I maybe think in that playing um, range. I think it's been a bad fit for uh, like Devontae Graham and stuff like that. He hasn't played his potential in New Orleans so far, so I mm. think that's a big part of it. But with the CJ trade, CJ's been hooping. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, they're not that far out from the play-in. So I could see them as a play-in team. Yeah. Potentially surprising one in, in one game. I like couldn't see them as a lock six seed, though. All I'm saying with Stan. Was Zion? No, so he was saying with oh, Stan. by itself? He was saying, like, if oh, you they switch didn't Stan this year. They just didn't have yeah. the bench. Yeah. That's all it is. All I'm saying, man, I don't think it was Van Gundy that was the problem. Man, I don't no, think it was I, either. I think, I think we mentioned that when he got fired last season, at the end of last season. But whatever. Who's I that mean, coach? Um, it's, it's not Willie Green, right? Where he goes? In. Is it Willie? Is it Willie Green? I thought because well, Willie Green was one of your the Mavericks assistants, right? No, no. Who is who it, is your assistant? It's Willie Green. Willie Green. It is? Oh. All right. Yeah. Mavs assistants are in um Orlando and Houston. Because I was gonna ask, who was like the assistant that you guys wanted to? Jamal Mosley. He's Jamal in Orlando. Mosley. He got them boys yeah. playing hard. Oh, okay. Got them playing hard. Okay. Jamal Mosley. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's a lot of interesting shit going on. It's crazy. Um, I don't really want to talk about this. I don't really feel like it deserves airtime, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Um, the NBA, the NBA fans and wanting to get coaches fired is kind of crazy. Thinking about like, um, even the Knicks right now, a lot of Knicks hype is really talking about um, the Tibbs getting fired, which I just feel like is just the most unbelievable and just crazy thing. Um, Weren't they chanting Coach of the Year last year? Bro. <laughs> it's just not it's just not fair like and i was even talking to what one of my one of my knicks fans friends that has been on this pod about uh, about tibbs and you know my line brother he's also a knicks fan we talk about it all the time it's like people are blaming tibbs for the rotations this 
he's not these guys like he doesn't got these guys motivated right i'm like bro are you crazy these dudes want to be playing for tips but you see this freak the, like the roster that we have first and foremost Roy west and fucking leon rose haven't done shit for this team except for get uh what's it called Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker, who Tibbs didn't even want, and then trade for Cam Reddish, who once again Tibbs didn't even want. <laughs> so now the the front office and and um the head coach aren't on the same page. That's why and, Tibbs needs to always also be the president of basketball operation. Well, I mean, he knows. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say the man knows basketball, but I mean, shit, he he knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's won Coach of the Year a few times, yeah, and yeah. Nick Nick like the Knicks fans want him out as a head coach. Unbelievable. I can't. I can't even. It doesn't even make sense. It's like I should have been a fan of a smaller market team that I could have just been, you know, had my had my uh, you know, my fandom in peace. Look, know, there's my, always there's always room at the end, my brother. Yeah, there's at the always, bark. At the bark. At the bark. <laughs> at the bark. the bark is weird. Absolutely the fuck not. There's always yeah. room at the end, my brother. Well I can't I can't believe it. Well, what did the uh, what was the uh the Dave Chappelle thing when he was in person? Who was he impersonating when he was doing like Come on. Oh, 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 he's doing uh, the, um, oh, it was Prince? <laughs> yeah, when he was Prince, yep. <laughs> oh, it was either, no, it was either Prince. No, it was, was fucking, it Prince? No. Uh, Rick James. Rick James, Rick James. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah, I'm telling you, but, yeah. um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm also confused at that, too, because I honestly don't think Tips has done that bad a job. He's also, you have to also look at the players, right? I, I feel it's like play, people don't be holding players as accountable, right? Like, Tips can only do so much out there, right, to coach, but as a player, how are you allowing yourself to blow 20-point leads? Like, you can scheme and do all you want as a coach, but if the player is going to, you know, not be getting the rotations and letting guys just shoot over them, I, I don't know what you do, right? I think last year the Knicks had a very good year, right? A surprising year, but it was not sustainable, at least for the moves that they made in the offseason. And I think yeah. people didn't really truly understand that because while the Knicks did get better on paper, yes, the rest of the East got much better, right? You see what the Bulls did in the offseason. You see what the Bucks did in the offseason, right? You see what the Cavs did in their draft class and then the offseason. So, yeah, the, the Knicks had a good year last year. They, they improved, but not to the level that I think people truly understood that they needed to get to, you know? And it also doesn't help when your star, Julius Randle, takes a decline on, best, on the year. And your second best player who is winning you games has been hurt, Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, I, and I think that's another thing that Knicks fans kind of overestimated. Is just like, oh my God, we got D Rose. He's he's the guy. It's just like, bro, let's chill. Like, you can't rely. You cannot be relying on Derrick Rose as your second best player. Just like you cannot be relying on Julius Randle as your first. Sorry, I honestly, personally, don't even think Julius Randle can be your second best player. I think he'd be a phenomenal third. Um, yeah. but he can't. Like, I almost kind of see him as like a in a as a Tobias Harris type at this point. I can like, see that, but I also think that if you play like. And you could say this about a lot of players, but if he plays with someone who could create as much as like a Luca, you might look like a really good fucking two at that point. But um, you know that that's purely situational. I like what you're saying about him being like a three, but like it really does depend on that one I like, star. I feel like the next man, we're in a place now where all right, we're like 12, 13 seed. I think what he got to focus on when RJ comes back healthy and D Rose comes back healthy. Definitely figure out a way to get these young guys in the mix, like Quentin Grimes, all of those dudes. And whatever happens, happens. Because at this point, what are we playing for? We're playing to get into a playing game. It's not even worth it. It just looks bad for Tibbs that, all right, yo, the four seed last year, you did all of this. And then we had a down year like that. But I think that's more front office than anything. 
honestly, if it was if, if I had to put it on anything, because the team really didn't change much from last year from losing Reggie Bullock and um from losing Reggie Bullock and um adding the dudes that that I have mentioned previously. Um so yeah, I niggas got some work to do in New York, but it's not tips, y'all. Please, please use y'all brains. It's not tips. Blame yeah. blame whatever y'all want. We went through how many fucking coaches in for in a four to five year span that just dudes that didn't deserve a job. Like we really gave um what was what was that one white dude name, man? That shit. We had a Oh, I know you're talking about the kind um, of your last name, right? Oh my goodness. Let me let me read off some names. Wait, no, yeah. who are you talking about? <sighs> People on the roster? Nah, you're talking about the coach, right? The coach before Fisdale. Yeah. Oh ooh. it was um yeah, yeah and Fisdale was another one that like, yeah, Kurt ran. I don't think Bro, no, it was. Oh my goodness, we just had such a bad stretch. Look at this. I don't think Fizzo was a bad coach either. I just think, like, this was brought there just to so he could recruit stars. And I felt, I felt kind of bad because, like, damn, that's kind of, it's kind of a weird way to get hired. But like, yeah, I get it. And then they didn't get any stars. And then he just turned out not being a good coach in hindsight. Like, look, like, look, like, listen to this. From 2014 to 2020, these were our head coaches. Ready, Derek Fisher, who is now a WNBA head coach, Kurt Rambis. Jeff Hornacek. Hornacek, yeah, the horny checks. Yeah. David Fisdale, Mike Miller. What is Mike Miller doing right now? Mike Will- Miller is an assistant on, on the Wizards right now. You know what I'm saying? And he was actually, I honestly don't think he even got a fair shake. I think he was actually decent as 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 interim head coach. Then we mm-hmm. hired Tibbs. It's just like, yo, y'all wanna y'all y'all so quick to to want to fire these dudes, bro. We literally had seven different head coaches from 2006 to 2020 like what and of those head coaches how many have gotten them to the playoffs um woodson let's say woodson woodson d'antoni and uh d'antoni woodson that's it yeah but i was gonna say like adding uh tibbs in there as well well tibbs yeah you're right so you tell me he's one of three coaches that have gotten you guys to the playoffs in the past 15 years but you want to fire him after one year one, one season it's crazy. And not to mention, like, it's not even like the season's over. You still have a shot at the playing. Like, when we saw the Knicks last year, the Knicks were better in the second half of the season than the first half of the season. Yep. This is just in. Knicks and Kemba Walker agree he'll be sidelined for the rest of the season. <laughs> What's the point? I didn't get that notification. Can I get I that? I just got it from ESPN. This is just in. Kemba, he'll be sidelined. Okay. Jesus. Isn't it, isn't it crazy? It's like, well. Just buy him out at this point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't waste yeah. that man's time. At this, at this, at this point, it's just y'all got a lot of money tied up, though. Nah, not with him. No, Absolutely. I'm talking about with everyone. Oh, oh yeah, wow. we're still paying. We're still paying all seven of those guys. We're still paying Hornacek. We feel we we got everybody on payroll. <sighs> not good in New York right now. Not good in New York right now. Great in Brooklyn, but not in Manhattan. Uh, so yeah, if anybody didn't know, uh, over the weekend, uh, the. Juwan Howard, head coach of the Minnesota, not Minnesota, Michigan basketball team, got into an altercation uh, after a loss to Wisconsin. And um, yeah, I feel like we're seeing a whole bunch of people telling on themselves and the, uh, you know, not saying the N-word, but saying the N-word is basically coming out of a lot of uh, these, you know, sport, college basketball media people. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, Juwan Howard deserved to be suspended. Do I think for the whole year? Eh, maybe. Maybe it is what it is, right? I mean, the, the regular season is coming to an end anyway, uh, in, in the next like week or so. He can but still coach at, in the Big Ten tournament, though. I think, yeah, he can still coach in the everything Big Ten. postseason he can do. Yeah. But at the same time, right, we have to, it's not a case of Juwan just being like, oh, 
you know, he just hit him for no reason. Like we clearly see that there was reason behind it. He should he have hit him? No, but I understand why. Right. But I think this whole thing of trying to paint him as like this huge villain just kind of goes. And of course, it's all the biggest people in college basketball are white. And when they say, oh, my God, this is so despicable. Juwan Howard needs to be reprimanded like crazy. Like it sets a bad precedent because it just almost kind of makes it seem like, are you going to go that hard again if it was a white guy? Because we applaud. Don't we applaud uh, Bobby Knight for all his shit that he was doing? Like there's a lot of college coaches that get in trouble, right? Uh, Mark Few from Gonzaga had a DUI this uh, off season, right? Which I would say is a lot worse than, you know, maybe, you know, mushing somebody in the face, right? Uh, Greg Marshall uh, from Wichita State got in trouble because he was being, you know, abusive to, to players. But I didn't see all this outrage and shit like I'm seeing now because Juwan Howard just had to happen to hit somebody who probably deserved it. Juwan Howard not going to hit somebody if he don't deserve it. But I'm just, look, that's, that's all I got to say. Hey, man, all I'm going to say on it is, did he deserve to get fired? No. Shout out to his players for really coming through with the follow-up. Like, that's how you know, like, his his team his team really fucks with him. I mean, and he's been a successful coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, he went to the Elite Eight last year. He won the he's Big Ten been, last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, you know, he's doing his thing over there. So, did he deserve to get fired? Are they going to fire a coach that's actually doing well for the organization? Absolutely not. Should it be a suspended? Yes. I think the succession was fair. Five games, however you want to call it, or however much longer the regular season is. Um, I think that's fine. I don't really have a problem with that. Kind of what JT said, definitely have a problem with people painting him as a villain. But as a black man, as a coach, in especially now, it you gotta know when and where and what like you're doing. Like you can't act out of character like that because you see what we're dealing with in the NFL. It's just like everything literally is giving people and institutions reason to not hire us. Yep. So the only thing I'm mad at him about per se is just being not necessarily giving a good example. And that's, you know, it's, and, it's, it's and it problem. sucks that like how high of like a bar we have to be at or like Jawan has to be at, right? Like he doesn't have any room for error because like you said, it's so hard for black coaches to even just get jobs. Mm -hmm. Right. And then he has one, but then like he gets one, you know, one blemish, right? Like up, up until now, like we haven't really seen anything bad about Juwan Howard. Like we right. see with some of these other coaches, right? It's not like he's like Rick Pitino out here buying strippers and shit for his players. Yeah. You know, he's, he's been a stand-up guy mostly. So yeah, it, it, it's hard that he also has to have in the back of his mind, like he has to be an example for others, things like that, because there's this big spotlight on him, especially at a big program like Michigan, you know? So it, it sucks. But also shame on like the Seth Greenbergs, the, you know, the Jay Billises and things like that for just, you know, being so reactionary about it, you know, and obviously like these guys aren't going to say some of these things, you know, and they like, maybe they like, like they claim, right. But they're not going to go up to Juwan and say like, yo, you're, you know, what you did is a is ab ab abhorrent and, and things like that, you know, yeah. the, the energy probably won't be the same in person with them talking to him as it is on Twitter, but you know, it's all for reactions and shit like that. Yeah. No nah, facts. And not facts. I'm happy he didn't get fired, but you know, just be smarter. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much to say on it. I'm just like, yeah, I don't think he deserves to get fired for that. If like it's I a trend, see. sure. Not about to say, like, if he's like, if he hit people every other game, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, don't do it again. Because then <laughs> you will get as fired. soon as he comes no, back, he will get until fired. all the kicks. Now people are going they're gonna try to antagonize. They're going to, literally, they're yeah. going to. It just but, feels like the John Tom like kind of like John Thompson back in like the old big east. Like how, because he's just like, you know, a the big, black, just a black big black guy. 
you know, they just got to come after him, you know. L-A-N, but, you know, still, you know. know. (laughs) LAN? Like Wi-Fi? (laughs) I'm crying. Oh, boy. All right. But I guess, John, is it time? Uh, I believe it is time. With that, I said for sports, guys. Uh, We started a new show for Animated Book Club. It's not necessarily an anime either. Um, We are doing... Gennady Kadavamaribon. Try to do that one without looking at it. Let's see. Let's see if I can get it back. I'm pretty sure his first name is Gennady, though. Gennady Tartakovsky's Primal. Um, it is on HBO Max. I know it's an adult swim show. But like I said last week, I've been hearing some good things about it and decided that um, I think we should, we should do this one. And um, these first three episodes were very interesting. Like I said um, previously, if you guys didn't know, I'm pretty pretty sure this is the same guy who did Samurai Jack. Um, and you definitely see a lot of it here. I think one of the first things that you know we we notice is the art style, uh, you know. And I love it. It looks hand drawn. I know there's some people who even in the anime circles like just prefer hand drawn stuff in general. Um, but episode one, Spear and Fang. We we learn pretty early. It's not really going to be dialogue. Um, I'm with that though. Definitely. Well, I mean, aside from the roars and whatnot, it, yeah, it brings it. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. because it's like there's no dialogue, it, everything is kind of open to interpretation. And um, um, sorry, interesting, interesting enough, he did do Samurai Jack. He also did Hotel Transylvania. Really? Which I've honestly only heard good things about. It's Never great. watched it. It's my guy. I watched them. I've, heard it's, I've heard it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler and them did a good job. He also yeah. did Dexter's Laboratory and The Clone Wars. Yeah, he's goaded. Yeah, so he, he's got a lot in there, which is fantastic. Major double. But, um, yeah. Screen thing, it's... I, I agree with you, Moss. Like, I kind of like it without the dialogue, and it just allows, like... To me, it gives art... It, it shows your, your chops a lot more of just being like, all right, we're going to get into this now. Um like how good can you portray what's going on how good can you portray this emotion how good can you portray the severity of the situation and um overall i am like it like it, it's intense it's dark um but with episode one specifically uh i'm like going through my thoughts here and I, my first thing is like i don't think it's gonna be dialogue all right cool, cool i'm like all right we're just pure survival right while he's just trying to make it home with the fish and then shit gets real um Nigga had his whole motherfucking family killed by dinosaurs. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Big ass dinosaurs. To the point that when he tried to fight back, the motherfuckers like, he not worth it. Let's just leave. He said, fuck it. We not Bro, no, the go. craziest thing is that they were the babies. They yeah. were the baby. <laughs> yeah. Literally baby-sized oh, dinosaurs. But my, my son was ready to mix, though. Oh, yeah. He was like... Can, can we can we address how like in the beginning when he's fishing and that alligator came out the water the water uh, just like Jason were to uh, Riley in Boondocks? I mean oh, yeah. that shit was crazy. Yeah. Also, uh, if you didn't know, that's one of the best ways to get away from a gator. By the way, is diving swim, back into the water to swim under the water because they have terrible eyesight. So ah. they'll see you if you're swimming on the surface. If they ain't got peripherals. Yeah, right. I understand. They're not point guards. It's okay. Definitely mm. not. <laughs> yeah this one was um, like yeah go ahead John. i was gonna say and then now we're getting into when he meets the uh what the i believe we're calling yeah i just been calling her i just been calling her blue 
Yeah, that's cool. We call it like fucking like him. Jurassic Park. Yeah. So yeah. what what are we what are we gonna? As I'm a calling, podcast, I'm what calling the caveman Og, like from Mo. Og? Og. Yeah, I'm calling him Og. Okay. Yeah. And what are we calling the dinosaur? I I say blue. No, Jurassic Park. But I get it though. Like it's, Ooh, that's too yeah. long. That's too long. You need to, we need a pet name because that's that's pet. I mean, I'm pretty sure the name is Fang based on the episode. Okay, so Og and Fang. All right. Og also, based on the episode, his name would be Spear, but I'm okay with Og. So yeah. can we just say Spear and Fang? No. Spear Odetus? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so now we kind of we kind of see what's go so some some parallels going on because in the next scene, um Og walks in on the dinosaur and then he sees uh Fang and he's like, oh hell no, like yo, another dinosaur? I'm about to fucking body this whole shit and then after the dinosaurs yeah mad mad prejudice against dinosaurs now yeah basically i mean well the dinosaurs <laughs> like, killed the family yeah. <laughs> yeah but that was the red ones not the blue ones yeah well you know it, they all look alike racist i said he was like he was like liam neeson, <laughs> <laughs> not liam neeson. yeah bro yeah but then uh we see the return of the red dinosaurs and yeah long story short there Yo, they did their best, man. They really had a little tag team thing going. Yo, shout out my son. Uh, he's tough with that spear. Like, he's different. Yo, first of all, was Wood just stronger back then? I, yeah. What was I like, guess. It was going through a lot. And, I mean, when they took out the two baby ones, I was like, I know the big one somewhere around. But I was like, maybe I was fully expecting. I'm like, all right, he just got a new family now. Like, he's going to live with these dinosaurs. They gave him a hug. She was adorable. <laughs> I was he got a new family now. Now they gotta protect him from one more dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And the other one was just like y'all are y'all are food. Like yeah, really basically. Like, like y'all are mad soft. Tossed like, the both of them. Uh, it was like let me get myself a little snack. It looked like Sean Marks taking a picture with me. It was crazy, man. <laughs> like the height differential was enormous. Also, I think we found someone that's a bigger threat to the Raptors than LeBron James. It might be Og. It might be Og. He's out here murking him. He's really, he really does this spear shit, and I don't, I, I can't explain it. Not the Octo. Yeah, <laughs> shit's crazy. Yeah. Well, then, anyways, <laughs> Bang, his fucking children get eaten, which is foul, fucked up. But you know what? They do what they got to do to to the Velociraptor. The big only hit him in the kneecap, boy. Yeah. Nah, that was crazy. Different. Like this nigga Og was just like, yo, fuck it. We go like, I don't care how 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 this is going down, we getting right regardless, bro. Yo, Og's bunnies like is crazy point, they too. Nothing, they got nothing to lose, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Niggas used to this shit. Yeah. And then yeah, kill the nigga. And then he Fang is like, yo, like we we have these this trauma bond now. So let's <laughs> actually trauma bond. Yep. Yeah. That's let's, literally in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. A bond is formed. There it is. And now we get to yeah. episode two. Yeah, um, episode two, River Snakes. Um, I'm like, is this just going to be the story of, like, the first dog? Um, I think so. <laughs> and it's essentially them, like, him trying to get uh, Fang to understand that, like, they got to work together. This is a team. This is a team. Like, like damn. Yeah. They was going through it. And <laughs> Nigga said, feel, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, um, once, once they go through the whole actual, like, waterfall shit, and then Fang is like, oh, he's still trying to save me. I understand now. Yep. But what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, um, yeah, I know from Friday, nigga John Witherspoon was like, every time 
I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> you in the kitchen. <laughs> That's basically what was going down because my son was just trying to eat and he was cock all of his hunting. Nah, the apple shit was OD. <laughs> that was so grimy, bro. Bruh, I just equated it to uh, I just said I just put one ball, um, you know, <laughs> one ball like the one Nets. ball, yeah, like the Nets, one ball. <laughs> that has just two isolation players trying to figure out how to play together, Literally. right? Like they were just basically trying to like figure out how to survive, and like it was just funny, like the whole scene where they're chasing the hog, and like mm -hmm. they're they're literally racing to it. Oh man, that was great. Yeah, it was like when the when the Suns had Isaiah Thomas, Eric Bledsoe, and uh Boron <laughs> Dragic all on the same team. It's like the niggas are trying to figure out like yo, who's gonna be the point guard? Oh my yeah. goodness. But they, you know, they kind of come to somewhat of an understanding. Yep. And they, they start they start looking out for each other. You see it at the end where you know he throws up the, the spear of the snake and he wasn't even like phased by it. Mm -hmm. And this is also at the end when um when Fang gave him the broken spear. And that was the first oh. time the shit broke because they got, oh, we totally forgot about them actually getting into a fight. Oh, no, they were strapping. A full altercation. Oh, yeah. Them niggas was mixing, mixing. But, you know. Bro, my son, Aug was fucked who up doesn't get in the fight? episode. So what? Uh, Aug was fucked up at the end of the episode. Oh, with yeah, the waterfall was, shit. First of all, that shit is fake up. because there's no way that a man, okay, like, all right, falling from waterfall, fine, cool. That's not what I was upset about. I was upset because this nigga hit his head coming down like three times. I'm like, bro, really? Power of the pen. They, they had thicker skulls back then, right? It is. They did. They did have. They, they had, had thicker they skulls. Thicker skulls. Homo yeah. erectus. Good point. Uh, but uh, it, also, skull, smaller brain. Did you notice in the fight, neither of them were actually was actually trying to kill the other because yeah. the dinosaur because uh Fang dead had him in his mouth and could have easily just killed him, yep. easily. But instead, just threw him into the water. So, yeah. Same thing. Like I never really like went for like a kill shot with this he spear. never went for and the kill after shot it yeah. broke he was just like i'm gonna just beat you with these damn sticks i'm gonna beat some sense into you <laughs> you have to share literally oh uh, okay. oh my god that shit just made i forgot what movie it was but it was a flashback of lawrence fishburne pretending to be someone's father it might have been undercover mother or pootie tank one of them shits and it was like beating someone's kid. And it was like, huh, I never be my own child like this. <laughs> oh man. Yo, that's but... bad funny. <laughs> Just because Lawrence Fishburne, like, really? Nah, yeah, that's how yeah, that's how we get beat. No, not more episode three. Cold death. Um at this point, I'm sitting here, I'm like, all right, like we're getting some nice symbolism. I get it. You know, but I wonder how much deeper this is going to be because some of the things I'm hearing is like people are like, I'm not expecting to be so caught up in the show. But I will say is like at this point, like it's super engaging, like even with no dialogue, like I'm hung up, like I'm caught up on everything that's going on. Like I'm fully invested. Um, and then now they're out here in the cold. And I'm like, all right, I guess it has thick skin. But also I think Fang's supposed to be cold blooded. So that confuses me. Yeah. Um, it's a dinosaur. Aren't dinosaurs reptiles? Exactly. So they should just freeze and die or just completely freeze and then thaw out later. Mm. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It could be thick skin. It also, uh, in my head, I'm just hearing Ari just going, um, it's not made for you. So stop trying to rationalize everything. So also, where did the snow come from? Because they were just in the jungle and it was hot. So where'd they go? That was, it hot the snow? was it hot? It looked hot. Well, how does question. it look hot? How does it look hot, Justin? You know how things look hot. Like no, you look no, at a picture of Arizona. It didn't look hot. It didn't look hot. Look at a picture of Arizona. You tell me it don't look hot. No, when you look at a picture of a desert, it then looks you hot. Know it looks hot. It wasn't in a desert. It was in a jungle. It looked like the Amazon rainforest. 
Did we get a mixed cold in Arizona? With, mixed with Africa. It was pan, it's Pangea, bro. It was hot all over Pangea, except for the north. Okay, fine, whatever you say. How they travel? They go north. This is what this is. Why pretty, did they go north, John? This, this, you don't know. You don't know how much time was in between those episodes. We need to know. <laughs> all I know is I saw Ray Romano appear on my TV screen with his family. Okay, first and foremost, major flaw in this episode that got me super tight. Okay, yes. and some dinosaurs, huh? Mammoths and dinosaurs. Okay, I, th- I thought they were around at the same time. Yes, they were. I think. Don't know. I'm not a paleontologist or an archaeologist. <laughs> but what I do know is that as a resident Northeasterner, after it snows for very long periods of times, usually footprints and, and stuff, they get covered up over time. Mm-hmm. And it was windy. snowing, snowing. And it was windy, windy, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling super bullshit. There's no way the mammoth should have found where Og and, um, and, and Fang were. There's no way. But I get it. Um, Pen. Yeah. And I was Tyler. also like, it's, it's funny because I was in there, I was like, man's not cold because he was out here in these shorts, but he was. Well, I mean, and then uh, when he fight, when they fight the uh, the mammoth, the sickly one, right? Um, that was that was pretty. It was a pretty powerful scene because one time where he's looking at his eye and he's understanding like the whole, like the compassion of the kill thing. Like it's me or you at this point. Like understanding and thanking essentially. Like you always see that with like hunting and Native Americans and movies and things like that. They're, like thanking for the kill and things like that. Yeah, it's like um, you see you see it with his with the flashback with his son too. So yeah. here's my thing, right? Mm. I don't know if that was a flashback. Because the sun looks older exactly. in that than it so did. So now I'm thinking these are memories that killed. he couldn't create that he wanted to. Because mm. so when they like got killed, son. they was little, they was babies. And then in the first thing where he sees them in the sun, where he sees the wife and the kids in the sun, where it looked like he was going to go kill himself in episode one, um, they were like tiny. Yeah, so now he has an older That's son. And then point. in the because last you know, when he made the shadow puppets too, now one of them was slightly older because you could see the whites of his eyes. Mm-hmm. so now i'm like all right he looks even older than then so are these actually memories or are these things that he wanted to do with this yeah that's a good point too and plus he had the second spear and maybe like he was like thinking mm-hmm. back like damn i wish i could have given my kid the second spear type shit like yeah. Oh, yeah i got you your first kid your first spear like oh yeah like you got a bike now you know what i'm saying and yeah they worked kind of young and he did end up killing that antelope looking thing mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was that whatever fucking creature that existed at that time yeah but yeah, they and really then, embodied that mammoth, bro. <laughs> they really got his ass. The sickly one? Yeah. yeah you yeah. see how hard it was, though, to kill just that sickly one? The one sickly one, bro. Yeah. And that's why they was getting washed. Bro. bro but they, oh, but they were getting up. washed, but they were starting to give it up, though. It, like, like uh, Fang was almost started, done up. Fang was almost done up between the, between the two fucking... Bro, it looked, like, it looked bro, like Alabama was... versus everybody else. <laughs> yeah, it was Alabama Yo. football versus everybody Fang, else. Fang was about to be out for the count, boy. Yeah, he was oh, easily, especially yeah, when they sandwiched him. He's a, he's a, bro, he's I a... thought I thought Og was gonna be done when the mammoth fell on him onto the rocks. Mm-hmm. I was like, how? I was like, this man is way too durable. Yeah, but you see, like the uh, the elephant almost, like, graveyard shit, bro. Yeah, like the almost like human nature of of like the animals, where it's like, all right, they're bringing and honoring their fallen. That's what they say elephants are in general, though, right? They're like the most human, or like yeah. have the most like can understand human emotion or something like that. Mm. Yeah, because like yeah, they have their own burial site. They they had the circle. They're honoring like they even like the, the the synchronized like swaying type joint. So yeah, that was pretty. Cool. I ain't gonna I ain't go lie. Mammoth looks kind of good to eat, but then again, in cartoons, all Yo, of the meat looks. I think cool. about that. I th- I was like 
so my thing was the first fight I had this in episode one. The first fight when they fought the two little red dinosaurs, yeah. I was like, I hope they eat these motherfuckers. They yeah. was trying to make them food. I hope they eat them. And I'm like, you can't tell me dinosaurs don't taste good. Mike, there's every... barbecue in the, in the Bronx. Always want to go. Bro, and everything that involves like dinosaurs, usually they end up getting eaten at one point or another. Um, except for Jurassic Park. But like whenever you see dinosaurs, anything animated is motherfuckers fighting dinosaur, and then it cuts to a clip of them like barbecuing and shit. Um, True. But I just feel like it would be good. I mean, just just giant muscle at that point, right? Yeah, you're right. Tendon and flesh and um, yeah. Man, listen, never, the bone. Well, I'm with you though. I think mammoth probably good too. I, w- I don't think I would eat elephant, but I probably bang with a mammoth. Flintstones made mammoth look good. So. You probably uh, boil it, and you know. Like, well, my thing is the mammoth. I imagine has more fat because they deal with cold temperatures. So it probably might have some nice marbling in the meats. Like a nice wagyu. Some ragu? <laughs> yeah, some wag wagyu. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, well Argan Argan Fang, you know what I'm saying? They they got they got second life. Mm-hmm. So good for them. They're surviving. They're surviving. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah. I'm, I'm all... thinking about the marbling. That's why I was like, yeah. Uh yeah, you're hungry. Yes, I'm starving right now. I haven't eaten all day. All right, that's not a good. Um, yeah, I, thanks, uh, Joe. Appreciate it. Yeah, I just want to make sure you know. Yes. Um, uh, but I'm I'm curious as to obviously what, what other sort of adventures are going to go on. But like the way you know it's been des- described to me, and then also now we're seeing the little connective tissues of the episode with the like flashbacks. With the kids and stuff like that, what is going to tie this together? What is the overall plot going to be? You know, I'm very curious what's going to happen. Obviously, like any other time we start a show, we really have no idea. So, yep, that's a good point. You guys got anything else? Nah, man. Um, that wraps. You got anything, JC? Uh, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. Word. Well, if y'all follow along with us uh, for next week, we're going to do episodes four, five, and six. And um, yeah, Primal HBO HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this shit is lit. It's it's lit because niggas isn't, isn't talking all up in my ear, and I don't have to read. I can just watch. It's kind of a good feeling. Nice little reset there. Yeah. All right, so with that that's it. That's all we got for y'all. Episode one twenty six of Sorry Toby Sports Pod. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. I know JT was yelling and pretending to yell into the camera. Um, both to be very on brand. Um, but you guys can follow us at Toby Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go on, like the Facebook page. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Model. Guys? I got nothing for y'all Negroes, but we back in studio next week. So catch us next week in studio, back at Regrown. Word to the wise. That's it. Apparently, we're back in the studio next week. This is news to me. Uh, but nematodes are people, too. We'll catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Because I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion.